Back at it like crack at it. You know what I mean? Mic check, mic check, mic check one, two. You might get checked when the mic checks on you. Welcome to episode 39. We getting closer to that 40. Ah, man. Every time I hit a new 10, I just think about how far this shit has come and how much farther it has yet to go. Ah, it's exciting. It's exciting. It's scary. It's, um, It's a whole lot of things, but... Most of all, I'm just happy to be alive more times than not nowadays. You know what I mean? And this podcast can go absolutely nowhere. And I'm still happy with the way it turned out. You know what I mean? And with all that sentimental bullshit out of the way, let's get to first order of business. The fucking Super Bowl. Ah. So the Rams did win like I said they would, but I made a $30 bet with my, uh, with my, uh, Jewish friend and we bet it with points and the point spread was four when we bet it. So just imagine my disappointment when I found out that these motherfuckers won by three points and I would say that I was wrong, but I'm not because OBJ went out early. So if I could predict injuries, then I'd be unstoppable in betting, but I can't. So congratulations to the Rams. The halftime show I actually finished watching this morning and everybody said it was pretty aight. I was trying to figure out why um, Mary J. Blige kept hitting herself over and over in the head, but she was still she was still doing her thing. Fifty Cent did Fifty Cent did well. Kendrick Lamar disappointed me. Jerry and Snoop did they think? And for the game to say that he should have been at that Super Bowl, that the Super Bowl halftime show, like come on, bro. If 50 Cent is there, what in the hell makes you think he was going to be at that halftime show? And <laughs> I don't remember if he had a problem with, um, I'll do some research by, by that, but yeah, if 50 going to be there, then yeah, you're, you're not going to be there, game. You know, you are a West Coast legend. Same as E-40, same as Too Short, same as... Ice Cube, same as fucking, like, there's a lot of West Coast legends that didn't get on the Super Bowl halftime show, like, it happens, man, and what else happened in the Super Bowl, nothing important, nothing important, yeah, all right, now, to the topic that I was going to talk about first, but I needed some time to prep myself and just be mentally prepared to say this because acknowledging it and saying it out loud is two completely different things. And there have been two super hard pills that I had to swallow and I won't pause because I'm secure in my sexuality. Maybe you need to get your mind out of the gutter. First pill was killing off a dream that you're too scared to even start. So... When it comes to this, I had, there were two dreams that I had that I had to let go of. The first one, I tried as hard as I could. I've said this before, but yeah, that one, I gave it everything I could and I wasn't good enough. And 
I can accept that. The second one was actually getting into rapping. And it wasn't from lack of skill or talent. It was from lack of trying to put shit out there because every time I rapped, if if what I was recording, blah, blah, blah. You see, you see how sentimental this shit gets me, man. I be stuttering over my damn words, but for a while when it came to recording, I really hated the sound of my voice. So even with music that I knew was good, it wasn't perfect. And every time it came to rapping, I needed every single thing to be perfect. I needed the cadence to be on point. I needed the mixes to be well. I needed the EQs, delays, and auto-tunes to be just right. And if it was just a smidgen bit off, then I wouldn't have enough courage to put out the music. And that's still my biggest what if when it comes to dreaming. And the fact that I had to say goodbye because... I wanted to be a perfectionist with it. It was one of the hardest things that I had to do. I still write on occasion, but I don't know if I'll ever put out any music. And the second hardest pill that I had to swallow, still no pausing. Um, A lot of times when things aren't going your way and you're just angry with how everything turned out, A lot of times it's due to your own attitude. And by that, I mean every time something goes left and then you just fly off the handle and get angry and just start complaining like, why the fuck is this happening to me? When one, you're not special. There's four point something billion people in the world. What makes you think that you're the only one that goes through something? And two, some of the problems don't even be that big of a deal. You're just making a mountain out of a molehill. And three, if you haven't acknowledged that anything that you want to do isn't going to turn out anywhere near 100% the way that you thought it was going to turn out, then you're setting yourself up for failure time and time and time again. And that was a big one to swallow for me because I always thought that I always thought that anything, anytime something went left, then something was wrong with me when there could have been a plethora of other reasons. And me just being all bitter and angry and fuck this shit, man. Fuck everything, man. What the fuck? Like, that attitude isn't going to get you anywhere where you want to go. And there are a lot of people that that do want to complain and bitch and moan, and that's perfectly okay, too. But just know that you're blocking your own blessings by constantly... By constantly being angry with things that go wrong instead of appreciating the things that do go right. And the longer you go without fixing your attitude, the harder it's going to be to actually change your attitude. You know, it took me (laughs) it took me fucking six years to be like, oh, you know, I don't I don't have to be depressed. I can just go about and try to accomplish something and 
go through the ups and downs without feeling like life is nothing. I'll take that over. I'll take that over not having any dreams. Like the whole entire time I was depressed. Anytime I went to sleep, I've never had any dreams. It was just blackness. It was just a big ass black screen and then wake up and go about the day and then come back and escape for a little bit and then go to sleep. And that was such a shitty way to live. I'll take I'll take bullshit occasionally over just not wanting to be alive any day. And third order of business. This happened a long, long, long time ago, but I'm just now finding out about it. So there was this wrestler like a decade or two ago that got into an altercation with a fan. And the fan was six foot six. 220 pounds so you figured a guy like that you know he'd have he'd have a solid chance against somebody right well normally he would but the person that (laughs) the person that he went up against was the goddamn big show all seven foot 350 goddamn pounds of (laughs) of big show and for some reason, he just was a fucking dick to him the whole entire time. And then Big Show was like, hey, yo, chill out with that shit. And he just kept getting riled up and riled up. And then even worked himself up to push a Big Show. <laughs> nigga, nigga, Big Show hit him with just like a little pop, Just like a little pop across the jaw. Motherfucker went out instantly, dog. And I don't know what's wrong with people that just hate on people with notoriety but uh yeah there's there's consequences to your actions and going up against somebody that's half a foot taller than you and has at least 150 plus pounds on you that's not the smartest of ideas but uh yeah that happened a long time ago and i just seen the video it was laughing my ass off because the original YouTube video didn't even show, nah, the thumbnail didn't show who was the one that punched the fan. <laughs> and then as soon as I click on it, just see Big Show's big ass just right, right there saying, yo, I had to defend myself. That was the funniest shit. Go Big Show. Uh, in other news, ah, oh, man. This news right here just made me appreciate time more and just learn to not waste it because Lynn Sanity is 10 years old. That's right. That one week where Jeremy Lynn was on fire in New York and he was the biggest thing in the media. That happened 10 years ago. Dar, I still remember that shit like it was yesterday waking up, seeing it on SportsCenter. Jeremy Lynn goes off for... 30 something points and then Jeremy Lin his game winner and just the big ass buzz that created it dog it really feels like that shit happened yesterday man dog time is so fucking tricky because I could <laughs> I almost remember what I was doing when Lance Sanity was going on and now you're telling me it's 10 years old Jesus Christ I see why y'all old heads be reminiscing man I really do because 
dog. I don't even feel like it was 10 years ago. And keeping it on big stars, I'm never talking about Kanye West again. Anything outside of music, anything outside of Donda 2 or the um, Genius documentary or whatever, like, I'm not, I'm not commenting on Kanye, man. I don't care. I understand why he's doing it. And, yeah, all you, um, all you gossip blogs, I know y'all are eating this shit up, but it's just, uh. And for people like me that are sick of this shit, I have some good news that I can't that I can't say for certain because I'm just going over the pattern of this when whenever Kanye goes fucking bonkers. And usually around this time, he's going to start blacking out and deleting everything and then acting like nothing happened. I believe what's today? Today's the 14th. I believe within two weeks, Kanye is going to black out soon because Kim's going to give into his demands. No, wait a minute. Hold on. Kim is going to concede to some of his demands and they're going to find a way to work this out. And before March starts, Kanye is going to black out, delete everything, and then just go about his business for a few months and then pop back up on another manic episode. But this one is probably the biggest on Instagram. On Instagram is his biggest. I don't know about Twitter. He he'd be he was wilding on Twitter too. But yeah, this is up there in top in top Kanye West um media media sensationalization. Sensation sensationalization yeah there we go and julia fox stop the cap stop the cap you acted like you never gave a fuck about kanye girl you just mad that you was missed right for now and now you're looking foolish because kanye's been saying from the start that he wanted to get his family back together but you thought you was gonna put that you was gonna put that good thing thing on him and make him forget about kim k no no shoddy uh-uh that's a man of God right there. And in other news, that's funny. I'm going to talk about that in quick takes. Uh, <laughs> the New York City mayor, him and OBJ got to be communicating because he wants his salary in crypto. And he's claiming to be a vegan even though occasionally he eats fish, which is the weirdest shit that I've ever heard. Like maybe wanting a piece of cheese on your broccoli or or like just wanting an egg every now and then. Maybe, you know, that's understandable. But to eat meat and you call yourself a vegan and just say that you're an imperfect vegan, what the fuck? Just say you're a pescatarian. And he wants Fridays to be vegan Fridays. Which, dog, I thought Biden was fucking weird. This nigga is cooking Biden in the weirdness. And in other news, <clears throat> when I first wrote down this topic, I just heard that Kodak Black got shot. 
But apparently he's all right if he's <laughs> if he said, yeah, dog, I'm going to be up there in that Super Bowl. Get me up in there. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm glad Kodak Black was. I'm glad Kodak Black is in good spirits. And hopefully the violence stops. Now, I talked about him for three, for like a week straight. I'm, I'm going to skip that one. Oh, yeah, the baby. Don't listen to these fans, dog. I know they say, yeah, 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 keep it true. Fuck that nigga up. When them pockets, when them pockets start getting hit, you're going to have to think twice about that. Because this behavior encourages people that that are strictly after money to just go up, to just go up, say some foul shit, and know they're going to get their ass beat and get two, three million out of it to keep quiet. And the more you do it, the more it costs. I know the fans only see the funny moments where, you know, you're slipping and sliding in the bowling alley. But they don't see the other side where either A, you go into court, pay pay a few hundred thousand to a million, or B, say fuck court and have to pay more than two million at least. And being in and out of the court system, it just sounds exhausting. I couldn't imagine actually being in that scenario. And plus, you ain't got to beat up people that's not in your tax bracket. Like, that nigga is beneath you. Anybody that tries you, they're beneath you, dog. They're not even worth your energy. And last but not least, Albert Fish is the dumbest criminal. Could blah, 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 blah. Thank God I'm not a newscaster. Uh, Albert Fish is the dumbest criminal to get away with it. So, anybody unfamiliar with this story, Albert Fish is probably... He's got to be top 10 most demented criminals of all time, right? Because he did some heinous shit. I'm not going to say what he did. But just know that it was very, very disturbing. Like, extremely disturbing, like. If you're weak in the knees about certain about certain um, taboos, I would highly suggest not looking up Albert Fish and just know and just take my word for it that that dude is fucked in the head. So I don't remember how I got to this, but I remember about two or three years ago, I finished reading the Albert Fish, not autobiography, the um. Is it a biography? Uh, I don't know. It's weird. Um, Somebody was just writing about all the things that he did in his life. And he got away with it. This dude got away with every single sick, twisted fucking crime that he did. The only reason this nigga got caught is because... He some he wanted to get his story out and say hi 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 y'all niggas can't fuck with me y'all ain't shit and he <laughs> and then he put it in a letter and you know how they do the little um, cut out magazine letters or whatever so he prints it no not prints it he um he glues it together gets his message out and he got caught because the letter came from his building. And it's a very special, special mark to where they knew the exact room where it was sent at. 
and the detective put it all together, got him, locked him up, and I believe he was executed. I had to do some research on that, but I do believe he was executed. And I'm just thinking, bro, you can why? You got away with it. Why are you egos will be the death of you people? And last do I want to say lastly? Okay, you know what I'll say lastly. Okay, lastly. Um I'll talk about that later. So uh lastly, uh you demon slayer niggas, y'all hyped up that fucking train bullshit so much. Y'all was like, oh man, it's about to go down. Just for nobody to die except for a fucking Hashira? That's that's the oh my god shit got so real. Is that a Hashira died? It's Ooh. Fucking hell man. I'm I'm never listening to the hype ever again. And as always, the inspiration of the day is, this might be the first time I don't have the inspiration of the day. Uh, be the best that you can be at all times. There we go. Um, may blessings continue to rain down on you and yours. And this was episode 39 of Stream of Conscious. See you next time.